City Light Church, um, five years old, like you said, yep. in Vegas. Ryan brought me into City Light a year ago, almost today. Right. To the day. And um, I think one of the ways that you're making the most impact, because I, I grew up in the South in a little dairy town, kind of like you, right. called High Point. Went to a Baptist church my whole life and never really understood uh, anything other than just the prosperity gospel yep. of once saved, always saved, ask for forgiveness, you're good. And what led me to Vegas was now, now I see it, it was the Holy Spirit compelling yeah. me to go and do something to grow the kingdom. But at the time I was like, I don't know what's going on here. Everything's just happening to get me out to Vegas. And one of wow. the first things that I did in Vegas was come to the Sunday night service. Right. Okay. Yep. About a year ago. And you preached on the Holy Spirit. You spoke in tongues for the first time. And I, that was my first time being exposed to that. Wow. In a way that wasn't weird. Yeah. You yeah. know what I mean? Like a weird YouTube clip. Yeah. yeah. Right. <laughs> yeah. 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 Like a weird YouTube clip. Yeah. Or like the, um, yeah. It? Cause I did a series the on, on the Holy Spirit. Right? Exactly. Yeah. Yeah, okay. Yes. And that series, uh, alongside the book, the God you never knew yep. changed my life. Wow. It changed how I am as a husband and a father and a friend and just a follower. And so, you know, personally, I appreciate wow. you and what you bring. Thank I was just you. talking to, to Spencer, who's been to City Light a yep. few times, about that. To have a pastor that you can trust in the sense that you, I trust that you are coming every Sunday with exactly what God has on your heart. Yeah. With no ego, with no worries about upsetting anyone. Yep. And it's, man, it's one of the biggest blessings that, that well, I man, can that, say. That's good to hear, though, because we are a... I, I hate to put labels on like what kind of church you are. We're a Christian mm -hmm. church. We believe in the Bible. We're not part of a denomination. But we do believe that what happened in the book of Acts mm -hmm. still happens today. Some, some people would label us charismatic mm -hmm. or Pentecostal or whatever. I just think of myself as I believe the Bible. Mm-hmm. And we do embrace the gifts of the Holy Spirit, like speaking in tongues. It's not every Sunday. You know, we're not rolling around the floor every Sunday right. speaking in tongues, but we teach on it. And when I when I do teach on it and we have that expression on a Sunday, I'm always wrestling with like, well, what's the new person going to think? Yeah. And, and I'm really, I'm worried. Mm-hmm not realizing like stories like that. Yeah. You know, I mean, this is awesome. To, like for me, you know, I'm hearing this now right. a year later, never heard that. I, and it's so encouraging to like, okay, awesome. That, you know, I'm not doing it to be sensational mm -hmm. or to be a charismaniac. It's not church. a performance. Yeah, it's not a performance. And I'm not, and I'm very sensitive to like, man, I want to minister to people and I want anybody to be able to walk in and you know be able to receive something from god so when you say that it's it's also encouraging for yeah. me it's probably one of our distinctives you know i don't I'm, I'm always wrestling with that like ryan was just asking me like what do you why why do you think the church has grown so much and i'm always like, ah, i don't know but hopefully it's because of things like that where yeah. it's like trying to be true it's refreshing the to, sincerity is refreshing yeah yeah trying to be very obedient mm-hmm to what God is calling us to do mm -hmm. and not not hating on what other churches are doing right but just knowing not. like this is our unique identity mm -hmm. even in the city like well we're, in we're unique. city it's, yeah, yeah that's another thing that we, we should get to but first I, I do want to say like with the 
idea of speaking in tongues. I wanted to bring that up because for me, if I had three years ago, if I'd heard what we just said on yep. the podcast, I'd be like, Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. They're crazy. Click. Yeah. They're yeah, crazy. Yeah. Oh, they're a cult. Yeah. They're crazy. Yeah. Yeah. yeah so yeah. we I handle mean, snakes, rattlesnakes. We do all <laughs> yeah. of it. No. <laughs> yeah. So anyone out there that knows me, we've met at the events or, um, right. I've met a lot of the community here yep. at, in the wealthy environment and they know I'm not, cuckoo they know that i'm not out right, there totally but i think there's a real problem with the way that the world and w whether you would call it the mainstream media yep. or just the acceptable social norm the way that they have stereotyped um talking about the holy spirit yep. inviting the holy spirit to guide your life i think it's something that i'd like you to speak on yeah. in a way that could get through to these folks because like I said, it, it's, it's changed my life. I've seen it change Ryan's life yep. because he was on the same journey. He, totally. Right when I got here, he hadn't really, yep. he felt the same way. And um, there's a sincerity behind it that um, when you're just being obedient to what the scripture tells us to do in Acts and praying for the Holy Spirit to work through you yeah. to speak in tongues in private. Yep. It's not a show for anybody, yep. but it's a, it's a real way to honor God, man. Yep. And it's changed my life. I would say, number one, you could name any topic in the Bible and find an abuse for it mm -hmm. somewhere. Absolutely. We don't reject anything in scripture because of an abuse mm. and go, well, I've seen it abused or I saw a weird clip on YouTube or, or I was in a weird church. Like, yeah, but, but that could be said about anything, mm. even down to, I was thinking about in the new Testament, the disciples, hear about this other preacher preaching about Jesus. And the disciples are like, hey, he's not with us. Mm -hmm. So uh, should we stop him? Right. And Jesus goes, hey, just because he's not with us in this moment doesn't mean he's against us. So no. And then there's another story of the disciples where a town rejects the ministry of Jesus and they go, should we call down fire? And he goes, no, we're not <laughs> yeah. calling out fire. It's not like that anymore, guys. Like my, my point is like, there's always there, there's always going to be abuses to anything. Name, name the doctrine. There's going to be people who abuse holiness and mm. its legalism, people who abuse grace and it becomes sloppy. Habitual and, sin, yeah, and habitual sin. People who abuse generosity and it becomes the you know kind of the abuses of the prosperity gospel mm. in the sense of like you know real people who abuse uh, the beauty of salvation mm. and make it. You know, so on and on and on. Now we get to the Holy Spirit, and of course there could be abuses. So I would say if you're listening and, you, and you've heard of that or been freaked out by that, let all that go because that's, that's so not us. Mm -hmm. But number two, I always think back to Acts chapter 8 and Acts chapter 19. Um in Acts chapter 8, there's a group of people. They've been baptized in the name of Jesus. In other words, they've received the water baptism. They've, they've received Christ. They've been water baptized, but they, they didn't know about the Holy Spirit. Mm. That's where so many people are at. Acts mm. chapter 19, Paul said, did you guys receive the Holy Spirit when you believed? They go, we didn't even know there was a Holy right. Spirit, right? There's just such ignorance about it. And, and about him, the person, the third person of the Trinity, the Holy Spirit. And so... Um, I've got tons of teach. If you typed in Jabin Chavis, Holy Spirit yeah. on YouTube, all, all kinds of stuff will pop up because I'm really passionate about it. Um, but to look at the world right now, like 
Look at the Grammys. Look at the outrageous, demonic, supernatural bent mm -hmm. that the world the world is is very much opening up to the supernatural. Even so many of the celebrities that were like devout atheists who are now kind of like, well, maybe there's something. Mm -hmm. And uh, massive podcasters, right, who are who are staunch atheists who are now like, well. Ah, there's like an openness. Scientists. Yeah, there's an openness to the supernatural. Mm -hmm. The church cannot just be studying a book mm -hmm. with a few good morals. We, we believe in the living God. Absolutely. He is alive. He's the God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. He is alive. He is He is not dead. He's not a figment of our imagination. He's not a historical rumor. And that means that we can experience God. We can hear God. Uh, there, there are still miracles. Mm. We still believe uh, that God is moving and active in our world, and so um, I, I don't know. I, I'm, I'm hoping more people will be open to that because if it's just a good book with a few good stories, with a few good principles, it's not going to be enough. Right? Not in today's. I mean, not, not ever. But man, right now. There, there needs to be a a no like really knowing God, not just knowing about God. Right, and we know God by the Spirit. We know God by the Spirit of God, and so it's our Spirit who is connecting to the Holy Spirit. And Jesus said, "Guys, I'm leaving." Mm -hmm. This is one of the craziest scriptures, John sixteen. I'm leaving. I'm, I'm gonna die. I'm gonna rise from the grave, and then I'm going up. But it's better that I leave. And you're and you're thinking to, of as the disciples, how is it like better how? that you leave? Yeah. Well, because if I don't leave, I won't send the Spirit. But if I do leave, He will come, and I'll send Him to you. So, to Jesus, Jesus thought the best thing that He could do for us was send the Holy Spirit. Mm -hmm. And most believers don't even know anything about the Holy Spirit. Exactly, and that's and where I was. Totally, and I mean, and I and I hear stories like that. I mean, you told me that story about you. Mm -hmm. I can I can tell you about a staff uh, a staff member who um, it was literally in our first year they came to church for the first time ever that Sunday morning and uh, they weren't on staff yet. I was teaching on the Holy Spirit and I said, "Hey, Tuesday night we're gonna have a prayer meeting at the church and I'm gonna teach on the baptism of the Holy Spirit and speaking in tongues." Mm. No pressure, but if you want to come, come. Right. Well, the place was jam packed that Tuesday night. And that Might couple. Have been the same night. Well, no this this was earlier. This was um, early in the church. Like, okay, like okay. five four years ago. Uh, this young couple grew up in like kind of mainline good church. Love Jesus, right? Believe the Bible, you know. Love God. They walked in on that Tuesday night, and I and I preached on this, and they experienced the power of the Holy Spirit. And his his words to me were, "I did not know you could feel God." Yes, because I didn't even know that was like it. a a thing yep and he goes let alone pray in tongues let alone experience the power of the holy spirit let alone all the other things and it was a it was life-changing for mm. them and uh they've never been the same you know so it's not fanaticism it's not no. it's not it isn't shaking a rattlesnake right. you know whatever wild things you've heard about it's 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 not the the over-the-top show of things you saw in 1990s christian television mm -hmm. whatever it is 
it is genuine. And I'll say this maybe lastly, and then you go on to the next mm. thing, but the church is in revival around the world, mm. not in the West, not in America, but around the world, the church is in full revival. We America is actually one of the few nations in the world where the church is stagnant. Wow. Most countries from China to Iraq to Iran to, I mean, you name it, the church is exploding, exploding in in the midst of persecution, in the midst of, of upheaval. I mean, the body of Christ is exploding. And the part of the church that is growing faster than anything is the spirit-filled church, mm. is that church that is experiencing the power of the Holy Spirit. So, um, and what's crazy is in the West, in Australia, in America, in England, in in Europe, we've rejected the Holy Spirit. Mm. We have no power. And that's what Jesus said. Jesus said, when you receive the Holy Spirit, um, Acts 1-8, you'll receive power to be my witnesses. So I don't know what you think of when you think of power, but I, God's enablement, mm. God's grace, God's supernatural peace. strength, peace, love, joy, all these things to be able to obey, to be able to be a witness, to be able to serve God, to be a great husband, to be a great wife, to, to raise your children. So um, it, it, it is amazing to me that in the West we're so closed off to the ministry of the Holy Spirit, and yet around the world, mm. it's they don't have money. Yeah. They don't have political influence. They're being persecuted, and the church is exploding. Mm. Miracles, signs, wonders, growth. Um, places like, like in Africa, like in Nigeria, where they're building 100,000-seat auditoriums because they can't fit the people. Oh, I mean, really? like uh, a church in Lagos, uh, Nigeria, where uh, when they do the salvation altar call and they bring people down, they have to have golf carts wow. that drive the people down because the buildings are so big. Wow. 